Welcome to episode three of Kill It With KB. So I wanted to use this podcast to talk about goals, but maybe not so much in the traditional sense you are used to or you've been seeing everywhere, especially in light of this new year and a light of uh, a lot of change and um, positive change and innovation that usually comes with that. But instead, I wanted to talk about this idea or relation of goals to happiness. Specifically, I wanted to preach, I guess would be a good word, that goals or achieving goals are not a means to happiness. This might be a bit confusing, so I will stop beating around the bush and literally just get to my point by sharing some of my anecdotes that I hope will illustrate this idea a bit better or illustrate my opinion on the idea a bit better. So about four years ago, I thought I would be applying to medical school in the fittest shape of my life, would have met all the most important people in my life and basically would have <laughs> was okay never leaving Chicago <laughs> ever. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but but I wasn't, right? That's not what was happening. In January 2016, I was essentially at a very, very mentally burned out point. I had been pretty high functioning and basically constantly at a go since I started college in 2012. I was keeping up with pre-med coursework. I was a leader of several organizations on campus, on and off campus. I was doing research. I was volunteering and I was keeping at at one point almost a full-time job while trying to do all this so I didn't feel stimulated by my environment I was exhausted and felt like I was running a thousand miles an hour only to move forward about an inch and essentially I wasn't hitting this goal or this idea of a goal that I had made for myself to be at at that point in my life So this is exactly four years ago, right? I pretty much felt stuck. And yes, there were some external circumstances, I'd say that contributed to this. But in the end, I believe that being and feeling stuck was in large part due to my mindset, was due to my direction and action or even inaction. And in retrospect, now looking back, I I think I could have definitely done things differently and so forth, but anyways, that's in retrospect it's not relevant it's the past Um, not the point of this podcast just wanted to give you some context so in January 2016 I was pretty much over it right I, I knew something had to change I did not want to feel like that anymore so I was over setting goals that were only related to GPA or MCAT or obtaining research publications or enhancing my CV I basically needed something that I could achieve and that meant something to me, but nothing really to anyone else. So I set out to run a half marathon. I did this as a New Year's resolution saying, okay, in 2016, Christian was going to do a half marathon, which is hilarious, by the way. Uh, I was an athlete all throughout, you know, middle school, high school played tennis for a great portion of my life and I was notorious for showing up to practices late to avoid conditioning. I basically hated, hated running. So just to give you a little bit of context of where this goal came from. So, you know, I I trained for about 10 weeks, 
and ran quite possibly the most dangerous race of my life with my friend Sammy. We did the Chi Town Half Marathon April of 2016. And by, by dangerous, I mean the race started near Belmont Harbor, so you're pretty much on the lakefront, right? And the lakefront of Chicago is beautiful. It's, you know, springtime, summertime, fall time. It's, you know, it's very nice, especially on a nice sunny day. You can see the lake, you see the skyline. It's, it's amazing. And the weather was nice days before the race. So actual springtime weather. But Chicago is notorious for being pretty bipolar for weather. So it literally snowed the night before and that morning. Meaning that icy Lake Michigan waves were, you know, falling on the lakefront, on the race course during the race, hitting runners, and basically just making the course very slippery. And in hindsight, they probably should have canceled the race, uh, but they didn't. It was quite the experience, very cold, very, very slippery. Um, and me being clumsy, you know, fell quite a few times during this race, or slipped, should I say, which led to an even longer recovery time. But um, anyways, <laughs> just to kind of give you a context of how that race was. So my friend Sammy and I finished this race. We were very excited to finish, to get into, get indoors and be under like giant blankets and be in heated environments. And it was cool. It was the first time I'd ever done anything like that in my life. So I, I felt pretty good. It was exciting to finish. But the next morning and basically the following days after, I felt pretty like anticlimactic. Well, it's not necessarily a feeling, but if there's one word to sum up what state I was in, it's definitely anticlimactic. And I thought about it for a few days. I'm like, why am I feeling like this? I, I talked to a few of my friends who are runners and, you know, went on Reddit and looked at running forums and things like that and just tried reflecting on where I was at in this race. Because honestly, I thought that me accomplishing the goal I had set out of running this half marathon would yield internal results of happiness, of contentment. Like it would get me out of this like weird sludge or weird, you know, space that I was in mentally prior to signing up for it. So, you know, that, that happened, but after, you know, I set out and I'm like, okay, well maybe, maybe I should just keep going. So I signed up for the full marathon. This is the first full marathon ever. I signed up for the Bank of America Chicago Marathon, October 2016, and I did it with the Lurie Children's Hospital fundraising team. So what that means is I fundraised X amount of dollars to run this race under the team and all funds and proceeds went to the hospital, which is really cool. I got to meet some really incredible people throughout the process and became a part of their running network, along with just receiving all the help I could get, you know, first time runner and not knowing what to expect entirely. So it really helped going to these events that Children's Hospital of Chicago had set up to uh, train you know there was there were trainers there were panels met some olympic runners like that's how insane of uh, a network and um overall like group that that process brought about so anyways <laughs> getting back to my point i 
I set out to do this race and then I so I trained for the full marathon for about five months started in June 2016 for a race I was in October 2016 trained all throughout ran the race very painful race but my most memorable race uh too I think mentally I'm just looking at where I was mentally at that point in my life towards where I was mentally my most recent race which was last July, complete 180 shift. So I, I ran the race, um, again, same sentiment. <laughs> it was very exciting to finish. It was very exciting to get my first medal, cross through the finish line, experience Chicago the way I did that race. Let me just give a slight disclaimer. Marathon Sunday is an event in Chicago. Like if you are not from Chicago, you barely visited, you would like to visit Chicago, highly recommend planning your trip around the Chicago Marathon. Not even just because if you're interested in running or, or want to know the hype that I'm talking about, but it's also just like a decent time to view the city. Like that's like about the time where we have two weeks of fall before we transition to it being bipolar and either snowing like crazy or so forth. But anyways, experiencing Marathon Sunday in Chicago is was amazing. And I 10 out of 10, even 11 out of 10, 12 out of 10, recommend everyone doing that. Anyways, rewinding back, apologies for the tangents, just getting very excited about sharing experiences like these. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I finished this race and, you know, went home, was sore, thought about, woke up the next morning and still kind of felt like a, this sludge, right? I was expecting then to internally be on top of the world internally to have this overarching sense of contentment this happiness that i was desperate for at that point right um that's what i was expecting and that's not really what happened immediately after my race what did happen was i and this took so much time this is just i mean i could go on and on and talk about my races but what did happen time and time after again was and this happened because after that I did end up signing for another race I signed up for San Diego in June of 2017 San Sebastian Spain November 2018 my most recent race was San Francisco July 2019 what did happen was that I developed this sort of addiction to running and I had a runner's high but this took a lot of reflection i think me physically just doing that race and being able to say that race did not make me happier did not give me that happiness that i was like forever seeking it was me having the ability to be disciplined me having the ability to keep up momentum to keep moving forward and overall showing up and being consistent those three I guess like skill sets or attributes are three that I heavily 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 correlate to running and that I've implemented or tried to implement in the rest of my life you know personally professionally and so forth and to me that's 
what has led to my internal happiness. It's almost this like relationship with myself. I think running and there's so many other things and again for the sake of this podcast I'm using running as an example or to illustrate what I'm feeling or what I felt throughout this process. I think that running in itself has taught me a lot about myself. Um it, there's been so many growing points. There's I've gone through so many different stages of life what it feels like <laughs> not even just during a race uh but throughout training trying to have what I've learned about myself through running be paralleled in other aspects of my life, you know, personally professionally and so forth trying to optimize myself basically and trying to keep that happiness going within myself so overall now i'm just rambling again my point my whole point is that me physically finishing that race or saying that race and i might have mentioned this previously did not mean that i was happy it was not a means to happiness it was a process it was learning through this process that taught me that happiness is not like a goal that you accomplish and there's a huge quote that i believe Eleanor Roosevelt has said and this quote is literally that you know happiness is not a goal it's a byproduct and that resonates with me on so many deep levels because of what i've equated goals to be in life Um and let's be real like if if this was true like if I still believe that you know just setting a goal accomplishing it that's what's going to make me happy then my overarching goal of running 26 complete marathons in my life means that I'm not going to be happy for another 22 years including this one and that's what's insane that's like not okay right like okay let me look at the calendar it's uh January 20th 2020 Krishna is not going to be happy for another 22 years. That's okay. It'll come, right? No, that's like very depressing to think about. So, I think just like learning and appreciating this idea that external spheres of influences, the ambiguity of the future, achieving goals, that's that's not a means to happiness. That shouldn't just dictate happiness. Um And again, I I didn't want to be Pinteresty or sentimental, but all those quotes that you see of, you know, in this case, the most metaphorical one, life is not a sprint, but it's a marathon. It it's true though. And and it's very true that you know, life is going to happen. You're going to you're going to in terms of goals, like you need you're going to set goals, right? It, that's what makes life interesting and that's what makes it worth living. you're you're going to set a goal you're going to meet it and then you're going to set another one and then you're going to meet it that is just like a motion of life that you should be happy while you're doing what you're doing otherwise you know you're just going to keep going through this like continuing cycle which i was on the path to unless until i you know somehow connected the dots and was like okay maybe this isn't what i'm supposed to be searching for i shouldn't be setting this goal to be happy but rather i should be focusing on bettering myself and that's what's going to make me happy okay so kind of a disclaimer um my intention was not to be negative in any way shape or form and apologies for language but i do want to say if you work your ass off doing something you accomplish it 
celebrate it. It's it's so well deserved, regardless of what your goal is, regardless of what you're accomplishing. Celebrate it. Be happy. Pop bottles. You know, do you? But don't let it define you. Don't let the achievement or failure define your happiness, right? And if you're if you're on your head as much as I was about four years ago, I, I hope you take this podcast as some sort of point of reference or anything, just like some sort of reassurance that uh, it's okay. Experiencing life is how you learn lessons like these and so forth. Thank you again for listening. I hope this again offered some sort of insight or motivation or if anything just allowed you to better connect with me to get to know me a bit better through this rant or podcast whatever you want to call it thanks again for listening and remember to always kill it with kb